Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for February the 16th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our one of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. We use the blueprint for liberty, the checks and balances, brilliantly put in the supreme law of the land as our solution. Welcome to the broadcast. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Man, we got so much going on in the news. It's just not even funny. Let's just kick it off with a recap of yesterday's show. We talked about crazy, whacked out Joe Biden called for banning assault weapons and high capacity magazines after a gunman shot fatally three people, five people wounded at Michigan State University on Monday night. Now, shame on you, Joe. You know that taking guns from the good guys is not the answer. You know that, my friend, but you lie because you want to strip Americans of their God-given right of self-defense. Anthony Wayne McCray is the guy, 43 years old. Please say he died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound miles from campus as officers closed in on him. Now, I can't trust the government at all. I don't know if he committed suicide or if they killed him or if he's been taken away still alive. We don't know, and we can't trust our government. Whatever they deny, you've got to entertain. Whatever they validate, you've got to question. You can't trust but verify anymore. Uh, you've got to believe it isn't true or that you don't know the facts until we can obtain more evidence. But here's what we do know. Uh, you know what? It follows the pattern, the pattern of pushing for more gun control, the pattern of deranged, psychotic, ill-adjusted young men, oftentimes on medications. Now, his father claims he was not on medications, but his dad wouldn't know. Usually working with a psychologist or a psychiatrist, usually continuing to isolate, isolate and get angry. Usually there's red flags everywhere, but they're completely ignored. This guy, there was such a red flag. He was literally shooting target practice with a gun outside his backyard, and the cops came multiple times. He was arrested for a concealed gun. They let him take the felony and bring it down to virtually nothing, probation for a little while or whatever. And, you know, okay, all the flags were there. They missed them all. They didn't take action. Nothing happened, and the guy went ballistic with a gun. Then, of course, he winds up dead, but he rages for four hours. Somehow he decides to kill people on both campus buildings. But after he, or while he goes to the campus and while he leaves the campus and runs around the city, he doesn't kill anybody. See, very, very strange mode. They claim, oh, he had a letter on him that said he was going to attack two other schools. Everything they bring up is ratcheting up fear and concern and worry. Nothing they're doing deals with the problem whatsoever. But now they've got a new twist to this unique one. I am 21 years old, she says, and this is the second mass shooting that I have now lived through, says Jackie Matthews as she pushes for more gun control. 
she was a student at Sandy Hook when she was 11. Now she's 21, and she suffered this one. And by golly, she says we can no longer provide just love and prayers. There needs to be legislation. There needs to be action. Well, she doesn't understand the simple fact that the reason that that killer was able to go on and continue is because we missed all the flags. We didn't miss them. We ignored them. People familiar with McRae who committed suicide, they say, remember, you got to hammer that home. That's what makes me question if it's even true. Say that he was socially isolated and emotionally unstable at times. That's what people knew him said. His mom died from a stroke. Very interesting. Was it COVID related? Don't know. But he just started getting evil and mean. His dad said he didn't care about anything. That's what the father, Michael, said. He was a, he grieved over his mom. He wouldn't let go. He just kept getting more and more and more bitter. McCray's sister, Melinda, described her brother as a, quote, socially isolated person who often fought with their parents. The sister said she and her siblings grew up in a loving home. I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. Do you believe that? This guy's isolated. Now, listen, his dad doesn't have a relationship with him. His dad said, I tried to talk to him, but every time it just turned into kind of a, a problem, he wouldn't listen to me. McCray's older brother, who happens to be named Michael, Jr. said he had not talked with his brother since their mother's funeral in 2020. Yeah, Anthony Wayne McCray was totally lost. He was a mama's boy, and they said he started to look like a toothless wolf man, but refused to get help, according to his family. Well, how would his brother know? He never talked to him. How would his, one of his friends that he worked with know? They used to go to church together. Fifteen years ago, they quit talking, and they didn't talk since. Nobody knew this guy. But every time we ratchet up gun control, gun control, gun control, never do we talk about solutions that work. All right, never. All right, they say this is the 67th mass shooting in the United States, according to the Gun Violence Archive. 67 mass shootings, folks? What the heck? This is February 16th. It was like 45 days. That's more than one and a half. That's a, one and a half shootings per day. And now you're starting to see more shootings every day. They're ratcheting this up. How does this continue to increase? Answer, we turn our back on God, family, and country. If this guy had a relationship with God, if he had a stable family, if he had a belief in country, if he had the church and neighbors and loved ones, you know, that could help the guy, maybe he wouldn't have gotten to this spot. But the neighbors are in fear because the guy's running around shooting out of his back door for target practice. The cops come. They don't really do anything. Why? Who did this guy interact with, I want to know? Was he seeing a psychiatrist, psychologist? Was he involved in any way with any government official? Was he on medications? Where did he get his weapons? Oh, he got it at a pawn shop, his dad said. Well, how do you know? I thought you said that he he got rid of his gun. Well, he didn't get rid of his guns. He didn't know what he had, Dad. So how do you know he got him at a pawn shop? Uh, we go on and on. The details just don't match. Is it true that he killed people? Yes. Is it true that Sandy Hook people died? Yes. I'm not trying to pull an Alex Jones on this thing. Um, I'm not going into the psychotic, unrealistic scenarios, but I am going into the, I don't trust my government and I don't believe the story we're getting is true. Why? Because when you use it to call for gun control literally instantly, 
when you use it to, and you don't mention the race, really. The guy's black, by the way. Uh, so it's, you know, you don't, you don't use it to talk about God. You don't talk about family. You don't talk about we the people missed all the signs or ignored all the warning signs. There's so many things that could have been done that could have changed this scenario. But no, we did none of them. Okay, it's, it's just strange. And now they add the unique element. Now we've got people who have suffered more than one shooting. You know, how do you get a couple of people from different schools that are in shootings from two different schools, and then they go to this third school, and then the shooting happens, and they're both there too? What are the odds of all that, folks? I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's not likely. Look at the Michigan State's um, university's idea of, to solve the problem. Michigan State urges run, hide, and fight as gunfire erupts. How do you run, hide, and fight? Right? How do you get that done? In my opinion, folks, it's very simple. You ready for it? The faster we shoot back, the more lives we can save. We need to hashtag that. Shoot back faster. Shoot back faster. That's the way you solve this. Now, the way you solve this in the beginning is you follow the teachings of Jesus Christ and you teach love and patience and kindness and no one is left behind. No one is so isolated like that. Everyone has a friend, someone they can trust, someone they can count on. The Savior talks about your brother's keeper. We are our brother's keeper. The Savior talks about love thy neighbor as thyself. The Savior talks about be the good Samaritan. I mean, I can go on. Love thine enemies. Love those who persecute you. If they sue you at the law for your cloak, give them your coat also or whatever, okay? These guidance principles from Jesus Christ are the solution. But once we get past that, if someone is deranged and someone is killing people, we need someone to shoot back faster. You got it? Shoot back faster faster or shoot back sooner this guy went to one building if somebody saw him with a gun outside the building maybe somebody could have pulled a gun stopped him before he ever went into the building in the first place but even if he gets in the building a good person could have shot back faster sooner and stopped it he wouldn't have went to the second building after the second building he could have been killing people in the streets in the city why he wasn't is another strange anomaly that maybe he was on an instruction mission and he was only told to go after certain groups or certain places or people, and so that's all he did. I don't know. I don't have all the intel on this, but I know this. The sooner we shoot back and stop them, the better. The only time we stop these guys is when they is with a good guy with a gun or a bad guy with a gun stops themselves, which is what they claim happened in this case. But we need good guys with guns that shoot back faster. That's what we need, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you right now, before we ever get to crisis mode like this, we need to teach the principles of Jesus Christ throughout the world. I testify he lives. This is Liberty Roundtable Live, and I am Sam Bushman. Yeah. 
Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present day church. Rather, it is for the end time church, the body of the line of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. on your radio ladies and gentlemen you got to shoot back faster that's what i'm telling you right now you got to follow the teachings of jesus christ first to prevent these acts from occurring you know what teaching god family country is the answer promoting life the value of life liberty and property is key when you tie people to god family and country you start to build a support system for folks uh, people need love people need touch you know that if you take uh, deliver a baby and then nobody touches that baby after it's delivered it will die People need touch. People need love. People need genuine concern and kindness. Okay? We need that in our society. And when somebody doesn't get that, then they go crazy oftentimes. But especially then when you load the gun, pardon the pun. <laughs> yeah, that's right. When you load the gun by letting them play video games or encouraging them to play video games like, I don't know, Call of Duty, right? Grand Theft Auto. Uh, Fortnite, these kind of per first person shooter games. Uh, and then you give someone no love, no touch, no support, and they become isolated and angry and hate filled, and they stay up all night and they whatever, they don't work, they don't have anything that brings them stability or safety or responsibility or obligation or uh, the like. Then you know what? You set the stage, you literally load the gun virtually, and then they load the gun physically right so you know what the only way to stop these people is to teach the principles of god family and country teach them about that your heavenly father god loves you 
He's not just God out there in the, in the, in the cosmos. God is your Father in heaven. Dear Heavenly Father, right? Father in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, right? Isn't that what we're talking about? The Savior said, I do nothing but what my Father has done before me. Okay, he's our Father in heaven. Let's understand the relationship. You might not have a mom and dad on the earth that care. Your dad might be uh, negligent or whatever. Your mom might be great, but she's passed away. But think about this idea that, you know what? One day you're going to join your mother in heaven. And one day, uh, you know what? You're going to feel her love again when you're with her, with God, your Father in heaven. And one day these things are going to be made right that seem so wrong in the world today, sir. Just think if these things were taught to this young man. Would it 100% solve the problem? No. But I'm telling you, it would take us 90% there. There's study after study after study after study that talks about when you have an intact home and a mother and a father, things go well. When you don't have that, things go awry in a hurry. All right? And you see that. You know, the black communities used to be some of the most stable communities in the world. A lot of those people believed in Jesus. They were extremely faithful to God. Extremely. And then they got government as the sugar daddy and, well, males would impregnate women and then sugar daddy would take over. And now we have this massive societal problem. It's not just blacks. I'm just telling you that I believe the black communities have been decimated more than any others. But we're all at risk. We're all suffering from this. But so first, you got to tie people to God, family, and country and give them a reason to live. Give them some hope. Give them some love. And some touch. Okay, I don't mean sexual touch always. It doesn't have to be that. But genuine concern, right? That's what it takes. That's what it takes, folks. We can't ignore our neighbors. Just imagine if somebody had brought over an apple pie or something that they made and said, you know what? We were just thinking about you guys. Want to make sure you're doing all right. We know things have been kind of a struggle for you guys lately. How's it going? Just imagine if we were ministers of the Savior, Jesus Christ, and we decided to be on his errand, and we decided to just double down and reach out. You know what? When someone's having a bad day, rather than be grumpy back, what if you just smile? What if you just say a kind word? What if you... Society is in great turmoil. Because we don't do these things. We need to do more of them. Uh, and when we don't, stress just continues to mount at every level for everyone. And I'm telling you the solution. Before we ever get to these crisis modes, we need to love. We need to follow the admonitions of Jesus Christ. Once we get to that point, though, we simply need to shoot back faster there's no way that there's any other option that makes any sense i thought i'd bring that to your attention 
Uh, and, it, and you know what? If we shoot back faster, we can stop the people. Have you noticed whenever a good guy with a gun steps up, either the gunman who's the bad guy is dead or somehow a confrontation is stopped or the carnage is slowed down or stopped? Have you noticed that? And then they tell you every time you've got to have more gun control, more. It's a big lie. I thought I'd bring that to your attention. <laughs> shoot back faster. Shoot back sooner. That's what I'm saying, basically. Let me let me uh, kind of articulate that a little bit more. Why do we want to think that somehow getting rid of guns from the law-abiding citizen is the answer? Why would we ever believe such a lie? But Americans are falling for it everywhere. The liberals are pushing for it. It's insane, right? I mean, it doesn't make any sense at all. Just think about in America, and this is a way you can understand the proper role of government too is why I focus on it. When you propose something, if it's good for one, it's good for all. You got it. So if you disarm us, what about disarming the cops? What about disarming all the good guys? Well, Sam, if you get rid of all the guns in the world, then nobody would get shot. That's right. You're right about that. Nobody would get shot, would they? Wow, that's incredible. Cain still killed Abel. Yeah. When did guns uh, become, you know, discovered or on the market? Yeah. They didn't have guns for the first many thousands of years on the earth. They still managed to kill people. Mass killings and wars. Right? Think about that. I say to you that the answer is turning to Christ, right? And the answer is not government. Right? Now... There's Family Heritage Alliance said that the safest place for children are in families that have a married mom and dad. Yeah, what a dangerous belief, tweeted State Representative Erin Healy. She got triggered by testimony on behalf of the natural family in South Dakota by the South Dakota Family Policy Council. Yeah, they say a strong nuclear family is the safest, most beneficial place for a child to be. And now you've literally got people that are rioting against this. Democrat calls advocacy for the national family dangerous and un-American. Can you believe this stuff, folks? Anyway, that's why we've got to love with the Savior's love. And then, then we got to shoot back faster, shoot back sooner. It's the only answer when they've gone rogue like that. All right. Sadly, the United States of America is on track to add nearly $19 trillion. You heard me, $19 trillion to its national debt over the next Decade. So we're going to add $19 trillion in debt over the next 10 years. That's $3 trillion 
$1,000 more than the previous forecast. And they say that it's the result of interest payments, veteran health care, retiree benefits, and the military, the Congressional Budget Officer, CBO, says. Folks, this is absolutely out of control. This is insane. And this is where I'm criticizing Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans because beside the few, most are going along and they're getting ready to increase the debt ceiling. $19 trillion, folks. That means we would owe, what, $51 trillion within a decade? I am Sam Bushman. Liberty Roundtable Live continues in seconds on your radio. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. Florida Representative Matt Gates, a Republican known for his strong support of former President Trump, announced the Justice Department has ended a sex trafficking case against him, and there will be no charges filed. Gates had insisted throughout he was innocent of any wrongdoing and that a tax collector Joel Greenberg's allegations against him have proven false. One person is dead and three more injured after a shooting at a mall in El Paso, Texas. Two men were arrested and taken into custody after the shooting. El Paso Interim Police Chief Peter Pasillas. We have two in custody. We had off-duty officers working at a local establishment within the mall and we're on scene at 5.08 p.m. in three minutes. Uh, that officer immediately took uh, one individual into custody. The motive in Wednesday's shooting was not known. El Paso Mayor Oscar Leeser. It was our most important thing, to make sure our citizens were safe before we released any information. And we'll continue and we'll have further updates as we have the information. A Black Hawk helicopter from the Tennessee National Guard crashed in Alabama, killing two crew members on a training mission yesterday afternoon. The UH-60 crashed in the unincorporated community of Harvest along Alabama Highway 53. That's about a half hour's drive northwest of Huntsville, Alabama. Witnesses at the scene called the pilot a hero for avoiding buildings. The Chicago Bears football team may be getting a new stadium. The Chicago Bears are nearing a departure from their longtime home at Soldier Field. The team is purchasing a 326-acre property in Arlington Park for $197.2 million. The Bears stated that the purchase does not guarantee the development of the team's plan for a dome stadium. They also said that there remains a tremendous amount of due diligence to be done in order to take the next step in the process. I'm Julio Flores. Thanks for listening. It's well appreciated. This is USA News. Moments like hearing my cat purr good morning mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Pelbacyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for postmenopausal women or for men with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance 
Rembrandt's may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrands, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Spot on researcher and producer for the show, Cameron, gave me an interesting tidbit on the break that I shot I'd bring to your attention. Ah, yeah, I thought I shot I'd bring to your attention. Thought I'd bring to your attention. Oh, shots on the mind. You want to know why? Because it's all about guns. That's right. Uh, I mentioned for thousands of years they had no guns, but people died massive deaths in war and sword fights and all kinds of things. Well, the first gun, I guess, was um, 1364 that the first gun was uh, used. By the 1380s over in Europe, guns became prominent. They were um, crude devices by modern standards, no doubt. But nevertheless, there's the idea, and it happened. So think about that. And then guns weren't really that prominent, for the most part, uh, until several years after the 1300s. But certainly in the American frontier in the 1700s, they were prominent. I mean, they were literally on everybody's mantle, behind everybody's front door. Um, Not so much to stop the gangs. They didn't have gangs back then, right, folks? You wonder why, huh? Uh, But they had animals and threats of all sorts, Indians and, you know, so they had guns. Uh, But, folks, I'm telling you right now, if you shoot back faster, if you shoot back sooner, (laughs) you will save lives. Write it down. Remember first who gave you the slogan. Okay, there you go. When it comes to going to war with our government, you need to think outside the gun. When it comes to defending yourself from thugs that would try to kill you at the grocery store, wherever you are, you got to shoot back faster and shoot back sooner. All right, the U.S. is on track to add $19 trillion to the deficit within a decade, says the uh, Congressional uh, Budget Office or whatever, CBO is what they call that thing, right? Over the following 10 years, deficits will average, quote, $2 trillion annually as tax receipts fail to keep pace with the rising cost of Social Security and Medicare benefits. In other words, entitlement programs, the great Social Security Ponzi scheme, the great fraud known as Social Security, When you first got Social Security cards back in the day, go ask your grandpa. Or maybe you got to ask his his dad, too. I don't know. But they used to say uh, Social Security was not for identification purposes. Now they want your Social Security number for everything as the system's going flat out bankrupt. But they say as tax receipts fail to keep pace with Medicare and Social Security benefits. Think about that for a minute. We are on a trajectory that is absolutely 100% unsustainable. And as Dr. Scott Bradley likes to wisely point out, those buffoons up there in Washington District of Criminals are so derelict in their duty, so poised for ill-gotten gain, so trapped in becoming kingmakers, 
that they either don't care or they can't see the train barreling down at us. Okay, Social Security and Medicare benefits are going to bankrupt the whole system. Let me give you an example to put those numbers in perspective here or context for you. The total amount of debt held by the public will equal the total annual output of the U.S. economy by 2024, one and a half years away. No, I'm sorry, a year away. Less than a year away, for heck's sakes. Rising to 118% of the economy by 2033. Think about that. We're going south so fast it's not even funny. Right? It is insanity, ladies and gentlemen. It's hard to even fathom or discuss, right? It's like, what? on? Okay, well, look, I told you Kevin McCarthy was a deep state operative, and he is. He's not saying we're going to reduce spending. Kevin McCarthy's not jumping on the Ron Paul penny plan. Now it has to be a nickel because we've gone so far down the road of destroying this country. He's not doing that. He's like, well, we're going to extract what we can get and then go ahead and raise the debt ceiling. We have to or else it'll be a meltdown for society. You don't have to increase the debt ceiling at all. All you've got to do is shut down all constitutional, I'm sorry, unconstitutional government expenditures. That's all you got to do. And the first thing you do is start with the education department. Shut down the education department. I think I read here recently, um, there is a congressman that put a bill in to try to jettison the education department. Right? I don't know the guy's name offhand here. But what an awesome option, right? All right. Okay. Republican representative from Kentucky, Thomas Massey, introduced a new HR 899. And uh, Thomas Massey's H.R. 899 for the 118th Congress seeks to eliminate the U.S. Education Department. There is no constitutional authority for this federal bureaucracy to exist, Massey wrote. Yeah. He introduced it in uh, the earlier Congress as well with a single sentence. The Department of Education shall terminate on December 31st, 2022. Now it'll be 2023. Yeah, Thomas Massey, what an American hero for introducing that. Right? That's huge, folks. Let me tell you what it would take. You say, well, Sam, that's a good idea, but even if the House with the majority supports it. We really can't do much about it because the Senate, you know, they're controlled by the Democrats. So now you give me these partisan satanic lies straight from the pit of hell where there's never any solution when you go that route, right? That's the divide and conquer tactic. No doubt we fall. We don't succeed under that plan. That's why George Washington said parties were so dangerous and disastrous for the country. So I don't want to hear that. 
I don't care if the Senate goes along or not. Listen to me very carefully indeed. Are you ready? Congress has a House and a Senate. Do you know that? Good. Education Constitutional 101, right? Well, the House must originate spending bills. So all the House has to do is simply say, hey, it's abolished. You can say, well, no, it's not. We're not going to go along. The president won't sign it. The Senate won't do it. It doesn't matter. We just defunded it, sir. So you can have your education department in its, quote, existence with zero dollars. Yeah. And if you spend any money, Senate, bureaucrats, bureaucracy, president, we will absolutely sue you. The whole Congress, the whole House will sue you. Right? Okay, so I'm not buying that we can do nothing about it. I really commend Rep from Kentucky, Thomas Massey. Reintroduced HR 899. I really think it's awesome. It's in this Congress now, and it was in last Congress. Who's paying attention to it? Right? Now, think about what this bill does. Eliminate the U.S. Department of Education. Yeah, there's no constitutional authority. So until we start looking at constitutionality of things, we're not going to make any progress, folks. Now, don't start blaming the Constitution for this. Because it's the violation of the Constitution that created this behemoth in the first place. Right? That's what we need to focus on and realize. That's important to really understand, folks. Now, I love that the bill ran a single sentence. Isn't that awesome? Think about that. The bill ran a single sentence. Pretty simple there. Even rednecks like me can get it that way, you know. The bill ran a single sentence. Ready? The Department of Education shall terminate on December 31st, 2023. Yeah. Now, he had 2022, uh, but then, of course, the bill got reintroduced this year. Now it's 2023, right? But isn't that incredible? Isn't that fascinating? Isn't that something the Republicans have had in their platform? Isn't that something that they promised to do for year after year after, oh, decade after decade? Yeah. Shut it down, people. Let's get her done. What if millions of people back Thomas Massey in this cause? See, we the people have the power. Thomas has the authority to introduce the bill. We can get it done but only if we go to work. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? 
Republicans, who are they? Democrats, who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, I am Sam Bushman. I'm telling you right now, I'm on fire today because you know what? I just can't take it. The things we're doing are psychotic. $19 trillion in increased debt over the next 10 years. Are you off your rocker? Crazy? Wow. We need to abolish the education department, folks. Yeah, when an insider asked Thomas Massey, how abolishing the department would impact, quote, programs and laws that would specifically relate to the department. He said, quote, unelected bureaucrats in Washington, D.C. should not be in charge of our children's intellectual and moral development. Amen to that. Wow. States and local communities are best positioned to shape curricula that meets the needs of their students. Schools should be accountable, he said. Parents have the right to choose the most appropriate educational opportunities for their children, including homeschool, public school, or private school. Can you imagine? Yeah, when they asked about how it would relate to pale grants and loans and all this other garbage that, again, is grown out of government education. They say Massey's office did not respond. All right. Now, remember that Congress recently approved a $1.7 trillion budget for the government, including, listen to me, $79.6 billion for the Education Department. $45 billion going to K- or K-12 programs with the majority going to low-income neighborhoods and blah, blah, blah. All right? 
Wow. $30 billion, higher education and federal student aid and so on and so on. But look at all this. $79 billion you could get rid of that way. And you would dismantle a significant portion of government. How much money and how many programs are downstream or piggybacked onto or whatever you want to call it exist because of, I can keep going, right? Because of the education department in the first place. So I don't know how much impact in terms of dollars it will have, but you can't only look at it in terms of dollars. And this is what I would fire back if I was, you know, Thomas or in support of Massey. And that is this. Um, Forget all the dollars and cents for a minute, although that's critical and we need to do that. But what we're talking about is parents having control of their children's education, not Washington, D.C. Not a huge bureaucracy, bureaucracy thousands of miles away from the families. Okay, you don't need some bureaucrat organization. You don't need some regulatory group. You don't need some huge bureaucracy thousands of miles away dictating policy, pushing money like a drug with strings attached. You don't need that. Okay? So this is where America needs to start to wake up. We need to get a handle on this and say, hey, you know what? We're not doing this anymore. But look, until the American people push back, we're not going to get anywhere with this stuff. We're just not. The bill ran a single sentence. The Department of Education shall terminate on December 31st, 2023. When are we going to get it done? Now you say, well, Sam, it just can't get done. Why don't you remove every single congressman next election who won't vote for it? Why don't you remove every single senator next election, the election after that, and the election after that, and every single senator that won't vote for it, and every single congressman that won't vote for it will be gone. The president won't sign it, fine, vote him out too. See, we the people have got to start to take our liberties seriously, and until we do, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. Now, folks, I don't know how to handle this story, because I love Donald Trump in many ways. You know, the guy, you know, took on Hillary and said she was a bad locker up and all this stuff. And, you know, he stood against the media and he exposed a lot of their shenanigans. And he, you know, he did a lot of good. He, uh, you know, highlighted the problems on the border. He was the most pro-life president in my whole lifetime. Uh, he lowered taxes in many ways. Uh, he, he did a lot of, you know, things that you would like. But wow, on his watch, he sure did a lot of damage, too. Yeah, he literally got this kind of element of fighting and, 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 you know, lack of civility in our society ratcheted up more so than anybody else. Uh, He literally uh, fast-tracked vaccinations and still stands by them, even though they're killing people left and right now. You know, Donald did a lot of derelict things on the job. And one of the things that he has done that just never ceases to frustrate me is he surrounds himself with the biggest deep state buffoons you could ever imagine. 
Liberals and deep state buffoons are the people he surrounds himself with. And I don't know how to respond to this, but instead of Donald jumping on Thomas Massey saying, let's, you know, end the education department now, like he ought to be, in an email to supporters, Donald Trump called for Republicans to embrace mail-in voting and ballot harvesting. Donald, have you lost your cotton picking mind, sir? Are you off your rock completely out of your mind? Are you completely psychotic and absolutely unhinged crazy? Okay, this is the first time I've gone after Donald so hard. But how dare you talk about election integrity issues like you've done for so long? And then literally so you can win and vote or invoke voting measure that you highlighted and articulated was fraudulent in a vote by mail envelope in a fundraising email. He said his campaign would begin pursuing the Democrats own game of harvesting ballots in every state. I don't even know how to respond to you on this. Newt Gingrich called on his party to embrace mail-in ballots after Herschel Walker got defeated in Georgia. Trump votes by mail in Florida after criticizing practice. National Public Radio with that piece. Republicans target voting mail. New York Times. <laughs> California Republicans embrace ballast, har- ballast harvesting. I don't know how to... Some Republican leaders say GOP needs to embrace mail-in voting. I cannot believe this. What is the Donald thinking? Remember, he had his huge Biden-like gaffe when he said, hey, let's just, you know, get rid of the Constitution there. Now the wacko wants mail-in ballot voting and harvesting? Donald's is worse than the deep state now, I think. This guy literally worked with us for the first election go-round told us he'd lock up Hillary, he did no such thing, told us he'd change libel laws and slander so we wouldn't get abused by these criminals. All along the way on his watch, they were controlling Twitter and Facebook and everything else against the Donald. A lot of the promises he made never got done. Most of the promises he made simply got reversed by the next clown in power. Trump votes by mail in Florida after criticizing practice. I kid you not, National Public Radio mocks Trump with this. Folks, I don't know how to even deal with this. I don't embrace mail-in voting, and I don't embrace ballot harvesting. You want to know why, Donald? 
You want to know why, sir? Because it's fraud. Because there's no ability to protect the custody, the chain of custody of ballots, sir, and you know it. So how dare you? Well, if you can't beat them, join them, Sam. No, no, no. Stand for the country. So Donald loves to make nicknames up for everybody, right? He just made up a new one for Ron DeSantis. Did you hear about it? All right, I'll make you wait till next hour to hear it then. How's that? I'm just mad as could be. I am just mad as could be. Because shame on Donald. So I'm going to make a nickname up for the Donald now. Because he's ready to make up names for everybody, right? Yeah. Somebody needs to make up a name for the Donald. What ought it be? You have a name for the Donald that you ought to call him? Should I tell you my name for Donald or should I make you wait till the next hour? Wait till the next hour? All right. I just look at this in shame on you, Donald Trump. I'm just I'm just absolutely shocked. Missouri Senator Josh Hawley confirmed that he will not, I repeat, not launch a presidential bid in 2024. Not going to do it, he says. Sarah Palin is encouraging Florida Governor Ron DeSantis to stand down in 2024 and throw support behind the Donald. Nikki Haley, or Haley, of course, launches her presidential bid. She's running for president. She says to take back our country. She's gone from rising GOP star to now top of the ticket, they claim. She has a video out called Strong and Proud, which if we get time, I'll try to play uh, sometime next hour. But oh, what a shame these people are. And especially Donald. You know, I was having a hard time deciding whether I should support Donald or not. Then his Constitution gaffe came out. Now this. Can you back a guy that wants to yeet the Constitution and a guy that simply says, let's embrace the fraudulent tactics that got him unelected or removed in the first place? No, you should double down on the truth and honesty and transparency and integrity. Donald, you should fund radio groups like us that are trying to help you in this quest. But now you've betrayed us all. So I got a nickname for the Donald, as I tell you his nickname for Ron DeSantis. A few of us can play that game, and some of us are as good at it as Donald. Probably better. Let's try it. We'll do it in seconds on your radio. Hour one in the can, hour two coming up, lovingliberty.net. God save the Republic of the United States of America, because we declare this nation shall endure. <laughs> 